to the Clearly Cast Fiasco podcast, powered by JC Innovations and Kedco, the podcast that focuses on what is unique, what is special, what is Clearly Cast Fiasco. So, Jody, it's great to be here today for our first Clearly Cast Fiasco podcast. Hi, Alan. Hey, do you know what word is in the phrase Clearly Cast Fiasco? Clearly? Well, what, what word is in Kosciuszko? Let's say that. What, what, do you know what word is in Kosciuszko? Help me out here. Us. Because these are stories about the people who make Kosciuszko County special. Right on. I like that. So, so we're so happy today to be with Jay Michaels, uh, Executive Director of Wagonville Theater, as our first guest of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast. Jody, I'm going to turn it over to you to lead us off. Yeah. Hi, Jay. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are <laughs> you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, right on. Glad to have you on. Glad this is our first podcast. We're excited to learn more about the great Jay Michaels. Oh, <laughs> jeez. I don't know if I'd, I'd say that, but, uh, well, I am uh, married, actually getting ready to celebrate our 17th anniversary here soon. Oh, wow. Um, been in Warsaw since 2006. Um, prior to coming to Warsaw, we actually, I'm, I'm from Markle, Indiana, originally, which is just south of Fort Wayne. Went to Huntington North High School, graduated from there in 1997. Went into radio. I uh, did radio for 20 years, including um, starting Willie 103.5 here in Warsaw oh, no um, back in 2006. And then left that in 2015. Did some more radio in Indianapolis area, but was still living here. <laughs> so it was an interesting time of commute. Um, and then uh, in 2016, this job came open at the Wagon Wheel, and I've had a history with the Wagon Wheel. Um, matter of fact, back in 2000, there was a Rascal Flats concert here, uh, and this is where I met my wife. So right, she was actually right the house on. staff manager. Right <laughs> so uh, got married in 2003, had our daughter in 2006, um, and we have uh, made Warsaw officially our home since October of 2006 when, when I took uh, the radio job here. So, um, And then in 2016, like I said, got this job and, and have been here since October of 2016. So, right on. That's yeah. very, very cool, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. So are you still affiliated with the uh, local radio stations? I'm not. Not not anymore. Um, so I, I do some radio commercials here and there, but that's about all I do at this right. point. So. Is, it, is it mostly uh, Wagon Wheel yet? No, Most, wagon mostly wheel. Wagon Wheel. Uh, occasionally I'll get a phone call from Brian Walsh, and uh, he'll have me do a commercial for him. So I do that. So occasionally, like, I, I know the last one. Key West Car Wash is the last one I did for him, So, uh, which was recent. So, yeah. Right now, we should look at that as a sponsor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, you know, one of the questions we, we're going to be asking folks is what brought them here, what uh, what that brought them back here, what keeps them here. You know, what is it that's, that's special for you about Kosciuszko County? Uh, you know, I, it. I, I know it's kind of cliche, but but it's true. It is a great place to raise a family. Um, my wife has lived in Warsaw her entire life, except for that short time where we were uh, down around Indianapolis. Uh, but we uh, love it here. We love the schools. We love uh, being able to, you know, be just a few minutes away from the lakes. We, we love just being able to be a part of the community, um, whether it's through school, uh, as she loves her job as a third grade teacher at, at Leesburg. Um, she's been there basically since we, we came, you know, back to, to Warsaw, and, and she loves being a part of that. Um, raising our daughter here has been 
awesome. Um, she just turned 14. She's getting ready to start high school this this fall, which is <laughs> exciting. <laughs> yeah, exciting. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> but it's just you know when they say they grow up too fast, they do. Um, but we we just love it. We love the just the family type atmosphere of of Kosciuszko County, and and being able to call this home is 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 really cool. Now, you know, gr growing up, I used to think I wanted to live in a big city. Yeah. I have no desire to do that. So I don't mind visiting. I just don't want to stay. <laughs> What's um? So what are a couple of well-kept secrets? What are some of the things that uh, that you really enjoy? I mean, we're all humble Hoosiers. We don't brag about about the community, and there are plenty of well-kept secrets here for sure. You know, it's it's funny you say that because when you just kind of go through life at times, you just don't realize how special things are at times, and. And I'll tell you, it's funny. We here at the Wagon Wheel, this venue has been here for 65 years. And I think sometimes it's still a well-kept secret to some people. Um, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how after that long, but I think sometimes it is. There's this uh, thought process sometimes that um, theater or the arts is um, an expensive ticket or things like that. And and for us here at the Wagon Wheel, I mean, our most expensive ticket for a show is 40 bucks. Mm -hmm. um, and when you can bring a family out, you know, to see a show for less than $100, really, when you think about it, when you do all of the the uh, pricing that we do have for kids and, and, uh, and college age kids and different things like that, I mean, it, it's a, a relatively cheap night out. Can you can you take your family to the movie? For less than a hundred bucks at that's times, right. yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> uh, but you could come here and, and do that, and I think sometimes it is. And, and when people walk into this venue and see it, it's just mm -hmm. the looks on their faces. It, it, it's awesome uh, to be able to see that because you, you yeah. realize how close you really are when you come in here. I think I think what you're what I hear you dancing around. What, what I hear you saying is that uh, the wagon wheel is quintessentially Warsaw. It, it is. It's it like is. this hidden gem where you can take big city kind of performance and bring it into a close proximity and like warsaw it takes a big industry you can mm -hmm. take you know if you look at it from an orthopedic industry it mm -hmm. consolidates it down to i think what's warsaw proper like fourteen thousand people right. yeah, so the right. wagon wheel is like this little hidden gem where you get to meet you know you're literally just a handful of rows away from any big act that mm -hmm. comes into town so that's that's a great great thought like it, it really is and and when i hear people who have said things like We've we've lived here our whole lives. We've never been here before. I, why? <laughs> well, what is it that is keeping you away? And sometimes it is the the thought process of cost. But you know, whether it's a concert, whether it's our musicals, whether it's um, the comedians that come through, sure. community theater, whatever it is, um, there's a lot of stuff that we bring in here. And yeah. it used to be just the summer season, um, and there wasn't a whole lot else uh, other than that. But then when when we started adding the concerts back in the '80s, and then on top of that, adding the symphony to our um, spokes of the wheel, as we say, uh, or uh, our Center Street Community Theater, and now Wagon Wheel Junior, uh, and really giving back to those those yeah. families in the community that have have just given so much to us as well. And and you know, Wagon Wheel Junior is is just such a fast growing thing, um, and to see the kids from you know grades three all the way through high school um, coming and doing a show in two weeks. They put this show on and I just my, do an amazing thing. It's just it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really cool, place, yeah. cool thing and a really cool thing to be a part of and and fun and and obviously the more people that we can get to come in here and just feel the 
difference. You can go see a show at the Coliseum. You can go yeah, see right. a show at the Embassy or Sweetwater or wherever you want to go, but nobody has the feel that we have. Right. Um, which, during these crazy times, is tough at the same time because you are so close right. <laughs> here. So, um, but but yeah, the, no, the intimacy, and, and when we say we're, you're never more than 10 rows from center stage, um, it's not just a saying, it's true. Um, there's only 10 rows in this place. Uh, so it's it's just a, a really cool, fun place to come see a show. Right. And once you see a show here, it's really hard to go somewhere else and see a show. I, I mean, having been in the entertainment business over the years and seeing shows at all these different places, we're spoiled. We really are. We're spoiled here. And, and so from the artist's perspective, you get some, I mean, with musicals and performances, comedians, musicians coming through, I mean... Some people who sort of play at much different, larger venues. I mean, what's what's their take on the round wheel? You know, it's funny when they first come in, they're like, "Uh oh," uh, because they, <laughs> they they don't play the round very often. Right. Um, and to have people basically, I mean, the front row is on stage with you basically throughout the entire show, so it, it's different for them. We've had comedians who have come in here who, um, you know, they're so set in their ways they don't like people sitting behind them or things like that, and then. Um, once they get here and actually perform and do the show, they love it. But it's that mindset of, oh, I've never done this before. Um, great example, Vicki Lawrence was here, um, uh, I don't know, about a year and a half ago or so. Maybe, yeah, about a year and a half ago or so. And she uh, came in and looked and she goes, she had that look on her face like, oh, oh crap, basically. <laughs> but she said she'd only played the round one time in her entire career. Um, and uh, but she came in, she played it, she loved it after she was done. But it was one of those things. Was, but so many comedians are very uh, shiny keys, I guess, <laughs> is what you could say. And so they'll come in and uh, walk around the stage. And and you know we've had Bill Ingvall and John Christ and, and people like that come in. Tim Hawkins who came in and, and did a performance here recently. Um, who again once they get in here see the show do the show love it and and you know music artists are the same way they they're set in their ways they don't normally have anybody behind them either but when they get here and actually just kind of feel the audience and and get into it they they really like that intimacy as well because it kind of takes them back to the days of when they were playing smaller venues and um, it's just kind of a cool cool thing to see. Now, not everybody likes playing it. I get it. But um, the majority of them, when they come in and actually do the show, um, walk away saying it's one of their favorite venues to play. So. Yeah, I've, I've had the, uh, and I'm sure um, for people who are listening that uh, have also been able to appreciate the wagon wheel, the um, just the idea of going, getting some food, whatever, mm -hmm. and then coming over here, and then maybe afterwards going to get dessert or mm -hmm. something like that. It's such a good Logistically, it's such a good, um, it's a good night out. What's it like for an artist, uh, you know, coming from, you know, they're coming from Michigan, they could be, you know, from anywhere in the country or from Florida State. I mean, what's it like for them to be living here in the Warsaw area for you know, whatever? Yeah, yeah, that, that is, um, that, that's another thing that, you know, a lot of these kids, um, have grown up in smaller communities, but a lot of them have also grown up in the bigger cities. But when they come here and they see what we have to offer, um, from food to uh, just the the uh, the lakes, um, obviously, um, these actors only get one day off every two weeks when they're here in the summer. So they normally use that time to be on the lake or um, you know to to go visit friends or, or whatever it may be. But they take advantage. They love the village at Winona. <laughs> they love light rail. 
Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so they they love uh, Cerulean. They love all of those those places, and um, it, it's cool for us to also have um, host families throughout the community where these actors are living with with them too, because they get kind of feel of of what home is like in in Kosciuszko County and and in Warsaw. And so for them to come in here, um, we have a lot of them that actually come back um, either for another season here uh, or they'll just come back and visit just because they like the area. Um, and they, they have a fond memory of something in Kosciuszko County that, that they've enjoyed while they were here. Because when you make your home somewhere for 12 weeks, but you only get that day off every couple of weeks trying to find exactly what you want to go out and do, there's a lot of options to do it. But you know, a lot of them, like I said, just end up on a boat on a lake and just enjoy their time. And Doesn't sound too bad either. No, Ed, not at all. Not at all. Hey there. This is Telly Varga, producer here on the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. We would love to have you join us at our Outside the Fishbowl event. It has been said about living in small-town middle America, if you're here 15 years, you're just passing through. Our community is different. An estimated 60% of our residents are not from Kosciuszko County, and the Outside the Fishbowl event is an opportunity to bring together these diverse voices. Whether you're new to the area, or relocated to the community years or even decades ago, we're here to welcome you to this monthly meetup. You can catch us at Port Winona Wine and Market the second Tuesday of each month at 4pm. For more information, check out the Kedco Facebook page. We cannot wait to see you there. So, um, give us a uh, heads up on uh, what's what's coming. Well, <laughs> you know everything is up in the air right now. But uh, as of right now, um, we actually are planning on doing Always Patsy Klein beginning August the sixth, um, with plenty of precautions um, for people to come back if if they choose to. Um, then after that, uh, Center Street Community Theater will be on stage uh, September tenth with Clue. Um, uh, we've already we just cast that not very long ago um, and again Center Street Community Theater is people from our community coming in and doing a show and it is um, the talent that has has come from that has been amazing to see as well um, after that we will uh, be doing some concerts hopefully um, we've got yeah knock on wood um, we'll see what happens with that but I know all of our concerts as of right now, I've talked to all of them and they are all still planning on coming, which is good. Um, but we've got Crowder uh, coming in on September 18th. On September 19th, it's Anthem Lights. Uh, September 26th is Phil Vassar. Uh, Oak Ridge Boys are supposed to be here on October oh, wow. the 2nd. Um, and then uh, we've got a symphony show uh, in Winona Lake at the Heritage Room. Uh, we also have our annual murder mystery, uh, which was supposed to be back in April, is now in October. Again, that's a bunch of local community members coming together for that as well. And then our Christmas show, which we haven't officially announced yet, but it's The Sound of Music. Um, that will be happening. We've also got a Wagonwell Jr. show. And Amy Grant is supposed to be here, but that show is going to get pushed back. Uh, <laughs> so we know that. It'll be next spring when that show is actually going to happen. So that kind of winds down our year. Um, and then we start really pushing what will be our 66th year, but our 65th summer season. Uh, and that's going to look a lot like what our, what it was supposed to look like this year. So the Wizard of Oz will kick things off next year, and Guys and Dolls and Music Man and Pride and Prejudice will be a part of that as well. 
tell us about your role here at Wagon Wheel Theater. We can certainly appreciate your passion for what you're doing mm -hmm. and for the, the work. So what does that look like? Well, you know, um, as executive director, um, my, my hat is in a lot of <laughs> things here, throwing it into the ring. But um, my main job is to uh, make sure that we are hitting our mission um, and moving forward with helping our fund development. Our director of donor relations, Elissa Wise, has been here for a couple of years, um, making sure that she's got everything she needs to hit her goals on fundraising. Um, making sure that uh, everybody on staff here, we, we have uh, seven full-time employees. Um, everybody else is, is part-time. Um, and uh, that's from the box office to you know, our contractors that we bring in in the summertime. Um, we go from seven full-time employees to about 70 employees in the summertime. Just depends on um, how many actors and different things like that that uh, we hire. Um, Scott Michaels does an amazing job of hiring those folks. So that's, that's really his, his job is really, uh, as artistic director, um, to obviously help select the shows, uh, direct most of those shows and then hire all of the talent um, and you know I, I know you asked me about my job but but his job he has to see over 1500 people to bring in the summer and we only hire 30 to 50 with production crew and our, our the art artists so it's it's kind of crazy to think about how many people he's got to try to remember uh, in his head but if you've been to a show here you've seen the talent that he he brings in um, and then uh, also book shows book shows is, is is one of the key roles that that I've got um, I book all of the concerts uh, help select the summer season help select the Christmas show um, help Center Street Community Theater um, uh, kind of get through the muddy waters of trying to figure out what shows they want to do um, and then also um, with our Symphony of the Lakes we have an arts uh, committee that has gotten together in the community to really try to highlight um, some of the cool things that that the symphony can do and and um, we've got classic arts organization with Judy Mulink uh, really helps uh, a lot with that and Grace College too so we've got a lot of, of great uh, partnerships that, that we do hey, we can tell you're a leader and maybe <laughs> enjoy your leadership role here at Wagonwheel Theater I guess, how has how is your experience, how, how have you grown as a leader uh, in your time uh, here at the organization? Um, it's so funny you ask that. We just, uh, we have a 12-person board, and, and my board president is Deb Bishop, and we uh, have lots of conversations about this. And I just sent her a text the other day. I said, um, one of the things that I have always struggled with is patience, um, and sometimes listening. <laughs> um, and, and the patient aspect of it is, th this job will teach you patience. There's no doubt about that. Um, I've always been a guy who I want it right now. Mm. And um, it, it's not something that, that can always be done. Um, so I, I, it, it has taught me patience. Um, I think I'm a better listener. It was so funny, um, about a year ago, one of, one of our employees came in and, and she said, we, we know you um, listen, but we don't, know that you hear us <laughs> and I said and that kind of has stuck with me um, on that one and I actually looked at her and I said I hear you I just don't always agree with you so there is a difference there but but sitting and actually listening and listening to their concerns and different things like that you know in years past as I was in radio management and different things like that I was one who if somebody who came into my office I would 
look at my computer and still be doing that while they were talking to me instead of giving them my full attention. Um, and that was disrespectful to them um, and, and to what they had to say. And it was almost like I was just, you know, whatever. It's, it's not important. But, it, but um, I've learned to work on that um, and their needs. Um, so I think, I'm a, I think overall I'm a better listener. Um, uh, they, they might not say that, <laughs> but, but I think I am a better listener. Uh, overall, and and I have learned a little bit of patience, and um, we just had a meeting a few weeks ago about something, and I sent that message to Deb, and she said, um, "I'm glad you took the time to listen because I think in in years past you might not have might not have done that, because um, sometimes I don't agree, yeah, but I but I, I at least have to listen and show my concern." Yeah. So my other leadership, uh, I guess, question. Um, believe leaders are readers I mean we're all we're all learning we're all mm-hmm. growing I mean, and again thank you for sharing that example I and mean, that's that's uh, you're, you're uh, being very transparent with us and perhaps a little bit vulnerable so I appreciate that and I'm, I'm happy to share as well but uh, but a couple things you've read recently or along the way that's helped you in the leadership journey you know I it, I've been reading uh, I, I, it's so funny I don't read as much as I should um, but I've been reading a Tim Tebow book recently and I also uh, pulled out um, a Walt Disney book and just his whole thought process on customer relations and the customer experience and those are things that I'm really taking to heart right now as to how can we make things better in a confined space mm. for our customers we know yeah. the lines are there right. and um, the lines aren't going to go anywhere um, it's a smaller venue obviously so trying to figure those things out and trying to make it everything the customer touches every experience they have how, how does that you relate to the overall experience that they're going to have when they come in here. It's not just about the show. It's about the bathrooms. It's about the concession line. It's about, you know, the bar um, and that overall experience. And it's about the ushers taking the tickets and making sure that those folks, I mean, um, that's one of the other cool things that we have here. We have 150 volunteer ushers. Um, and we have one person who manages that. Um, and she's in her late 70s and she loves it, um, which is awesome. Right on. Uh, but, but so, yeah, so I, I, think, I think just learning that overall, how di- that Disney approach to things um, is something that, that has been um, eye-opening to me. Um, and then I also, um, it's funny, I've got this, this golden circle thing over here. I don't know if some of you guys have seen that before, but people don't buy um, what you do they buy why you do it um and and so that's one of those things that i've done and then there i do have a quote from walt disney on my wall too it says uh, around here we don't look backwards for very long we keep moving forward um opening up new doors doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths and um one of the things that that covid19 has taught us here is um just because we've done it the way we've always done it doesn't mean we have to do it that way moving forward. Um, maybe we look at new things that we can can try to make work. Well, hey, I'm going to zoom way out for a couple questions. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, we talked about, again, navigating everything with, with the, uh, the pandemic and, and just the great track record you've already built up here with Wagon Wheel. I mean, what's, what's your vision for the theater long term? Uh, you know, long term, just continue growth. Um, we we have seen the ups and downs of the entertainment business, obviously, um, and it has um, it, it is a roller coaster, and it's one of those things that if we can, my ultimate goal would be to fill this place every night, um, 
is it doable? I don't know. <laughs> we could certainly try. Um, but, but ultimately, continuing to, to bring um, actors in, giving them that great learning experience um, moving forward, um, getting the community to understand how important the arts are um, to our community, how important the wagon wheel is to our community. And, and I know as part of my job, I've got to be out more um, and finding that time uh, to do so. Um, just, and I don't want to use the word educating. I don't want to use educating the public because that's not true. They're educated. We, yeah. we, they, they know that we're here. Um, but we want to make sure that um, they understand what we do, why we do it. Um, you know, this is an educational facility for the most part because a lot of those actors that do come in, like I said, are in college still. They haven't graduated yet. They're using this as, as just a great first kind of professional job that, 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 that they have. Um, we're working with the schools more. Um, not only do I, am I the executive director here, but I also am the director of the PAC at the high school. So uh, working with them um, to uh, get more kids over here as we also get some of our junior kids to be a part of their programs mm -hmm. at the, you know, when they get to that age. Um, I know we're, we're starting to work with the middle school kids a little bit more to kind of give Dana at the high school a feeder program to get kids really involved in the arts there as well. The arts are so important, um, whether it's, whether you are uh, creating sculptures or, or um, doing artwork or whether it's music, whether it's, you know, the performing arts aspect of it, um, all of those things are important um, to be a well-rounded um, yeah. person. And so for us to be able to continue to use that as an education piece, uh, we're matter of fact, we're starting our, our summer workshops for kids. We're going to be doing them outside, um, which is different. But it, it's something that we've, you know, we've kind of pivoted some of our, our thought process. Normally it would be here inside the theater or over at our education center at 2517. But this year we, we got a tent and we're putting it out there and, and we're doing grades 1 through 12 that can come and do uh, workshops with our professional actor. Um, and so that, that has been something that we've seen grow quite a bit here recently as well. Um, so educational programs, we want to not only educate kids and help them um, grow, but we also want to offer that to adults. We've got an improv group. We've got, there, there's lots of things that, that we're working on right now. And, and Kira Lace Hawkins, who is one of our professional actresses, lives in Manchester here uh, locally, was teaching at Manchester University. Now she's, she's here with us. So she's um, our education director and she's creating a lot of things mm -hmm. that we can move forward with once we yeah. can move forward. <laughs> yeah, those, those uh, I was gonna ask about those uh, other engagement mm -hmm. Uh, opportunities that the wagon wheel provides the the junior um, acting um, classes the improv acting classes is that something where you you guys foresee like maybe a, a corporate uh, training you know I know that second city was doing the, the corporate thing there yeah we are um, it, it's uh, our improv group continues to reach out to, to try to do new things um, we've had um, they were getting just again as this all started they were opening it up to a lot more uh, a lot more folks out there um, people who um, are autistic um, oh, they wanted right to work with those, with, with them they, they uh, seniors they wanted to work with them to to to, um, to do some pretty cool things too so uh, there's just a lot of opportunities out there that we're trying to, to really dive into um, and I was really excited about those things, um, but but again, sometimes in business you've got to 
make adjustments, um, yeah, and that's what everybody's had to yeah, do here recently. Sure but can. but but yeah, we 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 are really trying to really push that education side of things um, a little bit more, and and um, and work with uh, not only the school system but also work with other community organizations. Well, hey, uh, I've got a, a question I'd like to share that maybe are kind of our our, um, our what do you call this the 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 last song or the last last piece. Um, is that the encore? Is that where we're going? That yeah. <laughs> so that's appropriate for the wagon wheel. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah. uh, yeah, this is a clearly Costco podcast. Mm-hmm. We appreciate our friends at the uh, the Lily Center for Lakes and Streams at Grace College for allowing us to utilize that 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 term that brand they put together. Uh, the, the term clearly Costco, the phrase clearly Costco. What does that mean to you? How do, how would you describe it? Wow. You could have given me that question before you came in. Um, <laughs> we want the off the cuff. Oh, off the cuff, yeah. Unfinished, unfinished. You know, I, clearly, Kosciuszko, it, it's funny. I, I just became a member of the board uh, of the visitor center uh, here over the last couple of months and, and learning everything that that happens in Kosciuszko County. You know, when I was in radio, I we used to do national tourism week where we would go to five different towns in the community and broadcast live and, and learn more about them. And those things, uh, realizing really how much Kosciuszko County has to offer, um, whether it's the big egg and Mintone, just to, to, to go down there and, and see that, or, um, you know, learning more about each community as a whole and what it does. Um, but I, I, when I think Kosciuszko County, I, th- I think home, first off, but I also think um, family. Um, I, I think we all work so well together, um, and obviously there's there's ton ton of work to be done, um, from businesses to, to families to just life. Um, I think this is, uh, sometimes we can think that we're in our own little bubble. Um, it's not always that way, <laughs> but, but it feels that way sometimes. Um, but I think, um, we're seeing a lot of really cool things right now from um, families to uh, getting out and doing things to um, diversity to just just a lot of cool things that, that are happening in Kosciuszko County and um, and and it starts with leadership um, it starts with businesses getting together and and figuring out um, how can we move forward um, how can we help each other um, it doesn't always have to be a situation where it's um, you know I got to get something from you for you to, to get something from me that's not the way it, it has to be um, partnerships are, are, are awesome and amazing and we've got a lot of great partnerships with with businesses throughout the community but but I think I just I, I think family when I, when I think of of not just you know my immediate family but just people and 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 that, I think that's what makes Kosciuszko County so great. I mean, I could see somebody that I haven't seen in months, and, but it's like we just talked yesterday. Um, and I think that's kind of the cool thing when you run to them at different stores. Of course, right now you can't tell who they are sometimes just because of their masks, but um, but it, it's cool. It's cool to get out and, and see those folks. And um, Kosciuszko County is just an amazing place. So much to offer. Fantastic. Right on. Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, today. it's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, thank First you. recording of our Philly Gasco podcast. And just thank you for the leadership and community for your role here and your work here at the Randall Theater. And I think the board will keep moving forward. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, guys.